first year you're streaming, you have no idea. Like, what am I, am I ever going to see this again? And then I went back and saw it and I was like, oh God. But <laughs> I'm like trying to like make it like perfect. And like, it's not about that. Newsflash, Harris Heller doesn't edit his own videos. <laughs> <laughs> this is Going Live. I'm Mike Washburn. You don't have to be a partnered streamer to have an amazing community. If you treat your audience with respect, create great content and provide a fun environment for engagement, you'll have positive results. Slay 3K is a pretty great example of that in action. We'll talk about what might be different with his goals than someone who's already established or maybe a partner. Uh, streaming through COVID and the future when life goes back to normal. Uh, when I come back, my conversation with Slay 3K. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. You'll find my next guest playing anything that requires great attention to detail, like City Skylines and Planet Zoo, as well as hosting community nights with viewers that are always a great time. Uh, you can find him on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Slay3K. Welcome to Going Live, Slay3K. Hey, thank you, Washburn. I really appreciate it, too. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to uh, be here. Awesome. Well, it's great. Um, why don't you introduce yourself a little bit to our audience? Give them a bit of your background before we get going. Well, first of all, I am a uh, video editor, videographer by trade. Uh, went to school for it. Um, so video has always been in my background since, I mean, middle school. Um, photography as well, to some degree. And uh, I've always played video games too. Video games have been something that I've relieved like stress with. I've enjoyed during hard times and good times with friends and family. Um, and then about uh, three years ago, um, I had some friends that started streaming and I had never really paid attention to streams. I, right before I went to college, which is, I don't want to get into numbers because it was way too long ago. Um, <laughs> I had a period where I was like, I got really into PC gaming. Um, sure. So through high school kind of was like my, my peak there. And I, uh, I was playing like competitive Battlefield 1942 and Battlefield nice. 2 and, and and those games back in the day. And it was like so much fun. And then that's kind of when I dropped off, right? So fast forward to three years ago, like I was saying, is when I got a, I got back into gaming and seeing it um, broadcast and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. back when I, back in my Battlefield 42 days, it wasn't really broadcast. They had like radio stations you could listen to like the big competitive matches on. Um, oh, wow. Stuff like that, yeah. I, I didn't know that. that, that's cool. Yeah, it was it was it was like little internet like stations. It was really cool. Um, and I, I, I still wish I had the recording because I, I was on like one or two of them. But um, yeah, so it's like I, I dropped off right before like video streaming became a thing, like gaming streaming became a thing, and I come sure. back and it's like full swing. And then yeah, you know, I knew some people that had gotten started, so I was like, well, let's see. I was um, I'd had a death in my family. My my father had passed. Um, I had lost my job. And I just had this abundance of free time. So it was like, let's just do some streaming. So I was streaming from a PlayStation 4, playing things like Rocket League and uh, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn and Rainbow Six Siege. And uh, that transitioned into getting a computer. And um, and then I started, I guess, taking it more seriously. And then I guess July, um, almost three years ago, so it was like two and a half at this point, um, I... I kind of started taking it. I already had affiliate, but I already I started taking it way more seriously. Started playing like City Skylines, the simulation games, and stuff like that. But I was doing um, a mixture of that stuff, and um, things just kind of like started to take off and in, in a really positive and fun direction. And in the meantime, like um, I, I moved 
So I'm mm-hmm. Atlanta based. I took on a new job um, in marketing up here. So yeah, man, the, the rest is kind of just like growing and, and trying to build a community and streaming. That's awesome. So we're similar in our affinity for things like graphic design and photography and video editing, and then obviously playing games. So I'm actually interested in, I wonder how many other people are the same way where they, the segue from, you know, that world to streaming is pretty easy. And I'm curious about how, you know, video editing has influenced your your streaming in the sense that, you know, are you, do you find yourself picky over, you know, things like transitions and the graphics like I am, like, like just completely bonkers about it. Um, and I think that that comes from being someone that, like I taught graphic design in school, like I was a computer science teacher. I taught graphic design. I taught kids to be picky. And so I find myself being picky with my assets and my transitions and my alerts are you the same way yeah times 100 man like that's like i think video editing gives you an appreciation for the technical side there's a ton of video editing that is theory based right that you know pacing and stuff like that that's not something that can just be taught that is something you have to learn and you have to do over like trial and error like i've i've known editors that are um they know every button in the book right but they 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 know every hotkey like i don't know every hotkey I have a trouble remembering. It takes me so long to remember hotkeys. And it's like for editing, it's like you think, well, Slayer doesn't know if you should remember the hotkeys. It's like, <laughs> I forget them, <laughs> you know, but like I can put it together. Like I understand pacing and storytelling and and breaks and all these things that you need to tell a story. Like um, I've done everything from super fast paced stuff where it's like you're, you're like epilepsy warning fast, like yeah. for marketing. And then I've done yeah. like the slow burn and, um, those are the theory based things, but there's also the technical side where it's like you have to know like frame rates and and the quality and like how you export stuff to make it look, you know, crisp and all these things. And yeah. I feel like that's where I probably drive people more crazy because I'm so finicky for stuff. Um, like I don't want to I don't want like a green screen thing that's not going to look crisp. <laughs> like I don't want right. to see the edges and stuff, you know, it's just. That's why I don't do green screen on stream either, because I I would spend more time playing with the the chroma key, getting it to get it right, than I would playing any sort of damn game. I mean, it would just be a mess. I'd be I'd be constantly on top of it. Yeah, I spend like whenever I have a new animation thing that I want to add, or uh, if I create like a little video piece, like I did like a two year anniversary last May, and I remember going through the video, and it's just goofy clips. From, you know, in the, like the first six months, year you're streaming, you have no idea. Like, what, what am I doing? Like, am I ever going to see this again? And then I went back and saw it and I was like, oh, God. But <laughs> I pulled all those clips and I started throwing them into Premiere and I'm like trying to like make it like perfect. And like, I think someone told me, like, it's not about that. Just relax. And I'm like, I can't help it. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I'm stressing so much. But it, I think it, I think it gives you an appreciation for like, and then my videography background also does this, but it gives you appreciation for quality. Um, technical quality, which not everybody has uh, the background in video to know. Like I have a fifty-one, yeah, Sony fifty-one hundred up here, um, just because I like the little bit of little extra clarity. I like the background to be a little bit softer. Um, you know, at some point I want to upgrade the lens on it, and make that more like softened up, a little more bokeh. But it makes you recognize things a little differently. And then if you start getting into YouTube content, obviously it's super helpful, right? Like you, you have the 
you have the degree you need <laughs> to put together the videos. So let's talk about YouTube for a second. Do you like editing your own videos? Because this is what you do for a job. So you you do it for work. Um, so I'm the same way with like, it, it's silly to set, say it this way, but like Minecraft for me, like the actual game is is like, I work in Minecraft. Like I have job stuff and I get paid to do stuff for people in Minecraft. And then... I find sometimes I don't want to stream it or I don't want to play it because it's 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 always work. And so I'm curious if you know YouTube is super important to streamers. Um, you, you know, you go listen to like Harris Heller or anything like that. He'll tell you constantly. You sh every streamer should have a YouTube channel. Um, and but it's like there's a lot of roadblocks to that. And um, for me and you, well, for me, I'll speak for myself. For me. It's that I just don't want to do the editing and I'm dying to find someone to do it for me, um, you know, but then it's hard because, you know, they have to, you know, there's lots of complications to that. So I'm curious, do you like editing your own videos? Do you find you still get into doing it? Um, um, what are your what 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 is it like for you to edit your own videos as opposed to and separating it from work? That whole ability to to like not let little mistakes and things out like you know again this goes back to just being a video editor like i feel like my everything that i do with youtube should be at a certain tier some of that's just my like it's got to be here so you know in doing youtube like i haven't done a ton of youtube work i've done i've done stuff that has gotten a great amount of views like beyond what i would have ever expected especially for like say skylines like tutorials and stuff like that that's done really really well for me and I, I need to do more i would say to answer your question at a base level no i don't like editing my my own voice and and actions like i i feel like it could be done a lot more efficiently if someone mm. else were doing it but that kind of like i have the ability so i, I need to do it um i also can decode what i'm doing um especially when it comes to city skylines and then i think that the the tough part is letting go of the things that are kind of like dumb mistakes. Like no one else is going to notice that. No one else is going to pay as much attention to that. But like I did, I did a video uh, for uh, a mod in City Skylines, the Move It to the Move It mod, which is by far the most popular mod in all of City Skylines. If you played City Skylines on anything like slightly modded, you're probably going to have that mod. It's got over a million downloads, I think, um, just for that one specific thing. And um, I did the tutorial for that. And it was the most complex and specific tutorial, like because it's it has so many options, it has so many nuances, right, to how you create this mod. And that's when I like I I about burnt myself out <laughs> trying to put that one video together because I spent 30 plus hours on a video. And that's I mean, that's a full time gig almost. So um, I have to I think for me moving forward, I have to figure out ways of like, OK, how can I do this more efficiently? Because yeah. 20 and 30 hours a week trying to put yeah. out a video a week is, is tough. And I did that for, you know, a couple it's months and I found so hard like, every two to three weeks is more reasonable for that amount of time. But then yeah. the quality is really high. So I get a lot of great feedback because they're like, yeah, this is some of the best tutorial stuff I've seen, um, which means a ton because I'm just like, I, I, that's just how I do it from the get go. Like, that's my expectation for stuff. But yeah, newsflash, Harris Heller doesn't edit his own videos. <laughs> I mean... Sam Sam Weatherall or whatever the hell his name is is a is a world class video editor and it's like he watches Harris's entire stream and and so he knows what the good content is on the like 
it's just not that easy for you know us peons. Um, so it's. I think Tim the Tapman's probably got more than one team editing all. He's got like three right panels. Like it's just ridiculous. Uh, the other thing is there are some really great city skylines YouTubers. Like like the the first one. I think he's on like a hiatus, but like I think of like Flux Trance. Yep. Those videos are phenomenal. Like not just like the building and stuff. But the actual video editing is amazing. Interesting, you brought him up because that's uh, that was like the first person I watched. That was that was basically Same. who who got me into cities. People ask, well, why don't you play like a vanilla version of this game, and why do you play so heavily modded and and, and altered and detail oriented? It's like because when I was watching people play it, this is what I watched. Yeah, I me too. To this this made me envy playing the game that that their style. But yeah, that like. Some of the recordings, um, there's several folks that just do such a good job. And a lot of some some people do like let's plays, some people do um tutorials. Um, I stick more to the tutorial side because I I, I just I, I think let's plays are harder from a smaller YouTuber standpoint to get people like to get traction somewhere where you have enough and people just want to see content, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah so yeah. I, I found myself like, okay, we need to focus on tutorials because we need to drive people uh to learn something to stick That's around right. for what comes later. That's right. Going Live is brought to you by Nodecraft. Do you love multiplayer servers? Ever thought about hosting your own? If you have, check out Nodecraft. I've been using Nodecraft for my community server and for servers of pop-up projects I'm working on. And I'll be honest, I've never experienced a smoother, more reliable service than theirs. If you use my special URL, you'll get 30% off your Nodecraft subscription. Just go to nodecraft.com slash r slash Mr. Washburn and get 30% off your next multiplayer adventure. Again, that URL is nodecraft.com slash r slash Mr. Washburn. So it's January 2021, finally. And one of the things that I appreciate about you, and it's something I, I do myself, um, but it had never really done it with like Twitch and content creation stuff. But you're you're super public about, you know, your goals, like with your community and your audience. And, and I I like that. I think that that's smart. I, I think that there's a strategy to that that I appreciate. So I'm, I'm curious, um, you know, where you come up with the numbers, I guess, but also what the reasoning is like why be so public about setting goals i think for me i set goals for myself kind of uh sidebar outside of stream like i know what i want to accomplish or what i want to do um at least vaguely like i have some concept of like this is where i want to be or this is how i want to grow or i need to get to this point right um i found that there's obviously like two sides of this like not everybody in the channel wants to hear about numbers constantly like if they're coming in to to view your content they don't want to hear like i've had a bad day with numbers they don't want to hear i've had a bad month like if you can frame it to be like it, it, then this is just in my opinion if you can frame it to be a conversation like how do we get to like where we all kind of want to go right because i feel like if you are investing the time and then the financial support with subscriptions or bits or whatever you decide to 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 give to a streamer like you're you're kind of like a part of that journey, you know, um, yes. and it, so it's it's kind of fundamental. Like it's very simple thinking. It's like, well, okay, so if you're going to invest that, like I want to give you something so you understand like 
what your investment goes towards. And it, again, it's not just about financial support. If you are a viewer, if you go watch that YouTube video I post on a Friday, if you retweet, if you like, like you are supporting me without the financial, even though the financial is a huge, a huge add-on to that, right? Sure. Um, I mean, we all, like so many of us subscribe to Netflix and I liken streaming somewhat to, you know, having Netflix, okay? If you, you are subscribing for content. So mm -hmm. if I'm outputting something, you are getting something for your subscription. Well, Netflix also is going to post things about numbers, about how many subscribers they have. They're going to post like what's coming. They're going to post, you know, who, what person they signed. Well, I'm, I'm the only person that I can sign. So it's like, I have, I feel like I have to give something to say, this is how we're growing. Right. And then it's sometimes I have to find ways of like saying, Hey, because of like the support we've had, this is what we're going to do, you know, this year, this is the game we're going to invest in. These are the goals for the year. And this is kind of how we're going to get there. These are some different streams. Like we're going to do a Lego stream for the first time, right? Um, that was a community goal uh, that was, you know, community like support, financial support to do that. But I feel like giving the information back to say, hey, I don't want to be negative about it. So let's try to frame it as positive as we can. This is where we are. This is how much growth. And there's not much negative this year uh, in no. terms of growth and numbers. And I'm proud of it because I was a kid a kid, I use that loosely, but um, I was just sitting there playing PlayStation 4 and playing Rocket League one day. And now it's like, oh my gosh, three years later, it's like we have these numbers and it's like, that's crazy. You know, we have this many people in Discord and this many people showing up to a stream and like, that's pretty mind blowing. And I think they, I think my audience as because of how tight knit I've gotten with them, especially in the last 12 months, um, I think they deserve that information to see what I want to do. And I found that some people actually really want to hear like, what sure. are your goals? What are you trying to accomplish? Viewership, subscription-based. I don't really talk about the financials very openly. Um, I kind of keep that out and I focus more on like, hey, viewership and and those things. Um, and like, you know, what are we doing in terms of like month to month or year to year? Like how much have we grown? Everybody sees it. A lot of, I think, streamers, just in my opinion, fall into that thing where it's like, well, I shouldn't talk about numbers at all. And it's like, we all look at it. Like, if you have a good one, you maybe you're not worried about like where you're going or where you grow. But if you have a good one, you're probably going to look at it and be like, man, I had, I had 10 subscriptions or 20 subscriptions. Like, that's amazing. You know, like, yeah, yeah. It's fine to celebrate it. Um, yeah. It's tough, though, to separate the, the, the bad stream. <laughs> and that's where I get like not looking at it. And I try to not focus on that while I'm streaming. Um, just to keep my positivity wherever it can be. But uh, I do think it's 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 been fun, like especially I think I've done it more probably in the last year than I've normally done where I sent out something like in September, for example, because I was at like a pivot point in September um, and I sent goals for the rest of the year. And then now I've, I've I think I've established like, OK, quarterly, I'm going to be probably sending something out saying, hey, this is how we've done. This is where we're performing well. You know, we were doing great in viewership, you know, followers are a little down, but that's OK. Um, because we'll be fine, you know? Yeah. Would you say that your most ardent, you know, viewers have a vested interest in seeing those numbers, those goals be achieved? Yes. Yeah. That's the difference between people who just kind of watch and are casual and like, like building a community is different, right? Communities have shared vested interest and, you know, they're they're what they're getting out of this relationship is you know a sense of belonging a sense of community and a, a fun place to hang out and relax the supporters that are there all the time especially like i've i've been asked yeah. 
how many subscribers did you get? How many, like, what happened on this stream? How many followers did you get this year? I've been asked those questions by folks that, and and I've had, there's people that are going to come to you and they're going to be like, dude, I'm, I'm excited for you. Are you on the partner push yet? Are you doing this? Are you doing that? And it's like, let's just, here's clarity. This is where we're at, you know, on the year. And it's not to tell anybody, no, I'm not going to talk about it individually. It's just like, I mean, what, you can find all this information online anyway. Mm-hmm. You can go to Selenome or, or, you know, there's Twitch tracker or whatever, and you can find all sure. the info. That's, that's that's honestly, like, I, if I didn't pull it from Twitch, that's where I was going to pull it from. So you can dig up that stuff. It's it's public and before I ever make it public. But I think the, the folks that are there daily want to see and want to know that their contribution is meaningful. And it it is, if you, again, if even the lurker, like, it's, <laughs> you know, anybody that's in there, it's really, really important because in all honesty, the higher we show up in a category, we're going to do better, right? Every time someone works, every time someone hangs out, every time there's like a hype moment, all that stuff, the more people in there, the more people hanging out and enjoying it, it's important. And the community aspect, you mentioned that, and I just want to touch on that real quick, is that you can have a stream, you can do all these different things, but community backing you, the the group that's in Discord that's active and stuff like that, that's your core. And if you can continue to build that, it's going to contribute to like a really way more long-term success, I think. Because yeah. those are the people that are going in and they're watching every YouTube video, regardless of whether they like the game you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Those are the folks that show up that are there the first five minutes of stream. Those are the folks that are there for movie nights, community nights, and all that stuff. And that's that's become really significant for me. So you had talked about being positive on stream. And I'll, I'll tell you, um, I mean, this has been a hard year to be positive about a lot of things. And um, you've talked about it on your stream about being furloughed. Um, well, and, and so you've been streaming a lot more um, because you've had more time. And, and so I'm, I'm curious about remaining positive on your stream, despite, you know, having work complications about, you know, the idea that there are other people that are going to be on your stream that are having work complications or health complications as well obviously you know dealing with covid has not been good in the united states Uh, i'm curious about you know streaming through covid um and how you've handled it how you've approached it how you've approached it from your personal context of not having you know full-time work and, and stuff like that uh well it's interesting i really didn't switch up hours much I did have some streams that went longer than I would normally have done had I had, you know, a, a, my gig full time. But I, I kept hours are I, pretty much the same. I, I actually mm. dropped a day during furlough, um, which like seems the opposite of what I should have done. Uh, but <laughs> from like a just a mental health standpoint, um, just me emotionally, mentally, like it felt better. So it was like a Friday night. I was doing streams Friday night. Um, they some they hit or miss as to whether they were, you know great streams or not i switched it to friday mornings during furlough for a little while and that was fun uh but again it was kind of hit or miss um it was also at a weird time because i had so when covid started uh basically i remember january february i was doing like a combination of a couple games and one game was not doing anything for me uh stream wise and the other game was was doing fine like it was doing exactly what i expected and then March hit, and, and and then I were sent home, right? So I was working from. I was still high, I still had employment. Uh, I <laughs> City Skylines is there. They had a DLC come out, right? Then COVID's like full blast in the states, and it was just like it just turned into a driving 
force into so many different streams, not just mine. I think everybody in the city's community who's streaming that grew from that. And uh, I mean, I hit my best numbers by May that I've ever had. Um, I had I had like record numbers March, April, May, I think. So it was it was really wild. Like I went like basically full time cities, played that for three months, except for, you know, a couple comedian nights in there, I think, uh, and just took advantage of, of that growth opportunity. Coming out of that, like I, I switched to just like the Friday morning streams for a little bit during furlough, and those were fun. Uh, and then I kind of switched out of that and just got rid, dropped Fridays. I was like debating whether to go back to Fridays or not, but it gave me a little bit more time. Um, and I felt like going back to work, it was going to be beneficial to have like an extra day mm-hmm. to maybe work on stuff or to just take time away from being live. Because uh, obviously there's there's work that goes into it outside of just being on, but yeah, the but during furlough, it was, I found myself kind of like back and forth where I would hit these moods where I was just like, I just didn't feel like I got enough done. And like, I reflect on it and it's like, I was just kind of maintaining, right? Because it, you're sitting there, you're constantly, I, I was in a position where I was constantly waiting to figure out if I was going to be employed or not. So I'm looking at, okay, I've got this many bills. I'm not going to, I can't make this streaming, right? Right now, at least I can't do it. So it's like, what is the next thing? And I ended up getting freelance and work and and that that hit like September. Uh, it's because I was furloughed for five months. So basically the end of May or well, June uh, through the beginning of November was my furlough. And so, you know, two thirds into that, after the some of the relief had ended uh, through unemployment, I hit freelance and like my mood and everything, like knowing I had security changed. Um, entirely. So it was tough to be positive and it was tough to have the energy, especially like yeah. different parts of like August, September, October is where it was like, really like, I don't know what's going to happen in a month. Like I don't, I don't function well in that realm. Um, so with positivity, like it's something I've often struggled with and I try to be positive and I try to be funny and, and, and have a good time. But, you know, I've even had a stream where we literally said, okay, this is our sad stream day. And we actually did that. And it was actually, received really really well and i was shocked because i thought man it it was kind of one of those i'm in a bad mood like i don't remember even what had struck me um it may have been around like the anniversary of my dad's passing or something like that and it was just like it was just a mood man and you can't get out of it before stream it's not going away so let's embrace and talk about it (laughs) you know and and then again that goes back to the community aspect like people came in there and they were typing up stories or things that had upset them lately or or bothered them long term or things that had come back up and it was, I, I feel like it was a bonding moment in a way. Um, and it was just something that as a streamer, you're like, you're hesitant against. We literally had a stream where we, we went in and we talked for a minute. And we're like, you know what? This is a bad day. Let's talk about, let's talk about something's bothering you. What's bothering you guys? Talk to me. Tell me. Like, here's what's bothering me. And I went on my spiel. And then we listened to other people talk. And we talked about it. And um, the next, you know, the next stream or two, we come back and we, we go at it. And uh, we're back to being positive. So... I ask every streamer um, that I've interviewed so far, what's next? So you, we, we know you have goals. You have, you know, these numbers goals that you've kind of shared with your community. But what haven't you shared? What are you, what are you looking to try to do this year that you didn't do last year or that you've been putting off? Um, content creators are obsessive about what's next. So I'm curious about what's next for you. I'm, you know, I'm honestly in a position where I'm trying to figure that out. Um, because I, I, I think like uh, post COVID, um, like not post COVID, cause we're not past it, but post like the COVID spike on Twitch, right? 
um, I felt like a lot of folks were trying to figure out, hey, how do we wait? Okay, so we had a growth spurt, right? So many people were on Twitch because there was they were at home. They they got their relief checks. They were spending maybe a little extra money on streams and stuff like that. And um, I found myself like, okay, I hit you know an average of this on May, and then the next month it it dropped a chunk, right? And the next month it dropped a little bit more. And um, I found myself, okay, how do we maintain these numbers uh, that we had close to? Because it's like May, okay, that's our peak. How do we get, you know, where's our median after that? Mm. And I feel like I found that. Um, and now it's like, okay, we've we've been able to maintain that and still grow some from it and play one or two different games in there too to like assist with that growth. Um, so now I'm I'm debating like, okay, where do I go? for the next year. And I haven't quite answered that for myself yet. I'm still sort of in like maintain mode with a couple things, but I can say this, like I have, I've been working with other folks on different things to add to stream to add to the value. So it's not so much game oriented. Like, I think when you, when you ask me that question, like what's next, I'm thinking, what game I'm going to play, you know, what, what's going to drive traffic. Right. Um, I'm actually trying to work on the, the stuff that supports the channel. So like uh, the, like gives interactivity for, the community. So I'm working on functionality. We're testing functionality with um, some changes to the, our bot, right? That are going to add like, it's going to give the bot more personality, right? Mm. For interactions. Um, I'm trying to figure out if that's going to work or not and the way I want it to work. So I, I have a good friend of mine that's done some coding and, and he and I have to get together and kind of walk through it and see if it's going to operate the way we hope. And then uh, I have a friend of mine doing some like 3D modeling and coming up with some ideas for how to do some really cool channel point redemptions that will really kind of be like interactive. I did like a survey to get feedback from people on what they wanted to see this coming year. And a couple of them were like channel point redemption. So it's like, okay, I'll go work on channel point redemptions. Um, YouTube content. I, I like, I have to get back into my flow of creating YouTube, whether that's like once a month or whatever, like that's mm -hmm. been something I've kind of neglected for a bit. And co-hosting. That was like one of the biggest requests, I think on the forums on the surveys that I put out for the community was they want more co-hosting opportunities. <laughs> so we did, uh, for background, we did a bunch of co-host um, streams where we had, we were playing Sea of Thieves and we had friends come on and play Sea of Thieves and you could view everybody's camera on my channel. And we were all just like a group hanging out. So like you could come on a Saturday night and hang out and see, you know, four streamers that you would normally see in four different places on one spot. And that was- Yeah, that's fun. On my channel, it was a really good time. Um, but that, that's been something that's been requested to come back. So I'm trying to figure out, okay, what what do we do to bring that back? We should do a we should do a Minecraft co-hosted stream. Oh, we should. We should. You'll have to teach me because I'm I'm not very good at Minecraft. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I build I build like little, you know, base structures. But um but yeah, the, the co-hosting thing uh isn't an interesting thing. It was a lot of fun. It can get tough to get, you know, line up, as you know, schedule everybody out. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in advance and then finding a game that everybody can play and enjoy simultaneously mm -hmm. can be tough but i found a ton of fun with like games like phasmophobia sea of thieves uh playing with a group of people and uh and just diving in so that those are some things i'm trying to figure out in terms of like th this you know 2021 like where i can insert those things what games are we going to play and then the biggest thing the unanswered question that's probably the hardest for me to solve is like what what is the schedule of games and like what are we going to play um, outside of, you know, our base game, like City Skylines or maybe some Planet Zoo. Um, so I'm still trying to figure that stuff out. There's, I do have like goals, like, you know, you've seen them. I, I've posted them for what I want to do this year. Uh, we have to figure out just how to get there. But I do know that some things that were highly requested are things I'm focused on. So it's really about the, the pieces around stream and making it an interactive experience. Nice. 
Well, lots to look forward to. Tell everyone where they can find you. Twitter, Twitch, wherever, all, all the places. You can find me on Twitter, uh, Slay3K. Um, you can find me on YouTube. I think it's YouTube slash C slash Slay3K. Uh, Twitch, obviously, twitch.tv slash Slay3K. Um, and then, you know, our Discord is uh, is listed on uh, our Twitch and our, I think, our, our Twitter, too, if you want to come hang out sometime for our community-based stuff. But, yeah, thank you for having awesome. me, man. Awesome. We'll put all that in the show notes. Slay3K, thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Going Live. My name is Mike Washburn. You can catch me Tuesdays, Thursdays, Saturdays, and Sundays streaming live at twitch.tv slash Mr. Washburn. It would be amazing to see you in my stream. We can chat games, technology, and talk about the podcast and guests. Again, that's twitch.tv slash Mr. Washburn. I really hope to see you there. If you want to get in touch with me, check out the website at goinglivepodcast.com. You can connect with me on Twitter at Mr. Washburn or on Instagram at Mr. Washburn Twitch. I'd love to know who you think we should talk to next. If you're enjoying the show and think others would too, I'd be thrilled if you shared it with them. Please leave me a rating or review in Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. When you leave a rating, it gives our rankings a boost and this helps others to discover the show. Thanks as always for listening. Stay awesome and we'll see you soon.